Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. It is Wednesday, May something. Just wanted to check in and say hello. And finally, we're back, Parker. We're back. I know we've been slacking a little bit, but it's episode 20. So episode 20, man, episode 20, even though it took us uh, two months, I think that 20 episodes kind of disappointing. Um, I feel a little bit ashamed because we originally promised to do like four a week. Yeah, I mean, this uh, this doesn't, like, we don't make money from this, and we have, obviously, Burke Marketing to run as our main thing, and we've actually been filming a lot of YouTube videos. I know you've been installing a ton of parts on your M3. Lots. I just got an M3. Yeah, so there's so, a lot going on. Yeah. That's a hard part is between what Parker and I do with my team here at the agency and everything else, like Parker just said, it's hard to not prioritize it's more of just figuring out what what are where is our time most valuable yeah. because at the end of the day like we have to pay our bills so the agency mm-hmm. always comes first and then uh parker i don't know if you said this on the youtube channel you got monetized yeah oh, I did. it's been that long dude yeah it's, it's, oh so sorry podcast so sorry yeah well i forget if um yeah i forget when that happened but basically yeah now i'm at like almost i'm at 1600 subscribers and you needed a, you needed a thousand you need a thousand plus yeah. four thousand watch hours. Is that what it was? Um, I think it was forty. It might 000? have been a forty thousand. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of time. So it took you some some good amount of time to get that. But as of maybe six or seven days ago, he finally got his channel to to make him money. And yeah, that's how I am too. Is that I have my YouTube channel, and that makes me. I mean, to be honest, that pays for my car, my rent, and my yeah. insurance. So I have to make sure that just to have that, my, my freedom of, of financial freedom to make sure that I stick to that. So the podcast is just kind of for fun. Yeah, exactly. We haven't had time for any of this, dude. No, not really. So we're, we're back at it again. But uh, just like I said, sorry, podcast. We appreciate the support on YouTube and Spotify and all the, the Apple Store and everything. But we will do our best. I think one a week is probably reasonable. Yeah, I think that's like should be our minimum, obviously. And then we we'll see if we can get more than that. But I'd like to do more. Yeah, well, definitely for sure. But I think it's just, you know, being busy is a bad excuse, but it's true. Well, I think what we should do um, podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube or whatever, just uh, let us know in the comments below, because this is my idea. Hear me out on this, Parker. So mm-hmm. think about if, you know, we we've done 19 episodes that are structured. So I come yeah. into the office and I spend an hour to two hours writing a whole structure of five different things to talk about. Someone's car, the newest BMW coming out, uh, the recent experience with business, affiliate marketing, and then we have a template to read off of. Now that we're on episode 20, I think both of our talking skills are pretty strong with the podcast. Yeah. What about if we try the next 10 episodes full freestyle? I think it's a good idea. Just no structure. Just have like a basic, maybe, or like nothing at all. I don't think we should have anything. I think we should just jump in here and be raw and be like, hey, what's going on today? What do you have planned tomorrow? How's your work doing? And you know, we can just say stuff. We have to edit it out. We can, but I don't think we will. Yeah. So I think we should try that. But we do have a template today. Uh, the first thing out of everything we have is that Parker picked up an E46 M3. Let's just start from the beginning. What year is it? How many miles? Where'd you get it? How'd you get it? How'd the experience go? How do you feel so far? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> um, so it is a 2002 E46 M3. It's carbon black with black leather interior. Six-speed manual, of course. I've never owned an automatic. Um, I know you guys will be proud of me for that. Flex. Yep. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Um, and the car has 150,000 miles on it, which is quite a lot. But 
those engines last a long time, so I'm not too worried about that. And it has a really good maintenance history. Like the uh, subframe has been reinforced. Rod bearings were done 10,000 miles ago. I'm about to do the whole Vano system. Um, there's just been a lot of things that have been already taken care of on it. So I'm not super worried about its reliability over my ownership. And who knows how long I'll have it. I think I'm going to try to make it more of a track build um, more than anything. Because I do want to go to the canyons a lot with friends and maybe even do some track days. I know Fat went to a track day recently. He went to Button Willow, right? Yeah, so he went on Friday morning with his friend Ashton and some other people. And uh, I think that's something that I'm in the process of doing. Um, my, yeah. my new roommate, he is very heavily involved into to race car driving. He has a Porsche that's strictly for tracking. And he invited me to come out to an event. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I want to get into those kind of like entry-level events where there's a huge variety of cars and it's kind of just like go out there and try to learn. Well, you, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I've avoided tracking a little bit because my E92 is my daily. And yeah. to be honest, I don't have, I don't have any want of being like, oh, if I blow a motor, I'm just going to repair it. Like this is the car that gets me from my work back to my home yeah. and to see my mom in San Diego. I have a daily that's in San Diego, but I, I don't want to hurt the car. But now that, you know, I'm, I'm partnered up with my shop precision where um, we're doing the CV joint tomorrow in the drive shaft. We're also doing the um the flex plate which is the guibo you hear that bike go by yeah God, that was like moto gp irvine we have a free we have the 55 right here right yeah 55 dude, we heard so many cars today uh <laughs> but yeah i going back to the track thing i want to do it and i just need to do my brakes so we're gonna do a track yeah. day prep video which i'm excited for i think your engine is fine brakes for sure and yeah. fluid and stuff like that but your engine will be good i mean those engines are like designed to do that and you've done rod bearings uh throttle actuators all that good stuff yeah so it'll be fine and if it does blow up honestly you'll be able to like make videos out of it and yeah. make money off of that so maybe it's opportunity that i'm afraid of i don't know not that i'm afraid of but that it's sitting there and i'm not doing it and i, I think, think it is for you it makes more sense for me it's kind of tough because like even the thought of like spending 500 bucks on a set of race tires only to use for a day. Yeah. That hurts my bank. That like, really does. A lot. So it's more realistic for you, but I do want to maybe do like one or two a year just to try it. You I, know, I think it's a good thing to do because it shows you the potential of your car where yeah. you push it to the limit and now you know when you take an on-ramp or you know when you have to brake, if someone in front of you brake checks you or something, yeah. you know how to respond. Exactly. You, you don't get, you don't feel uncertain when you experienced your first ABS. Yeah. Like that's scary. I've done it before. Same with like yeah. turning too hard. You know, you're understeer. It's like, I think when you go on the track, you start to realize how much more control you can actually have, but you don't know until you push to that limit. Yeah. You, you figure out the limits really quickly and maybe want to like, uh, maybe a good way to get into tracking your car is to just get sponsors for like tires, yeah. brakes and like fluids. I think, I think we're about to get a nice deal together with the company one with oh, really? uh with chris oh really yeah i talked to him yesterday about cool. social media Dude, having so. like access to you already know i don't want to say the, we yeah. can't say the name i'm not yet. gonna say anything <laughs> that would be really nice to have so i'm working on that right now we if you guys don't know um, if you're new really new here we run a social media agency and we help companies with their instagram facebook tiktok seo everything you name it and uh we mostly like to we, we work with anybody but when we get to work with automotive companies it tends to be um, a little bit more simple for us because we understand it and we can write about it more but we're in the process of doing some social media for two um 
automotive companies, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited for. I think that they'll benefit not just from us as influencers, but how we manage our page too. Cause yeah. they haven't posted in, in two years on their page Damn. on their corporate yeah. page. That's exciting. So I'm excited for that. I'm, I'm pumped, but I'm happy that you have E46. I had a chance. Um, let me back up real quick. Parker's been cranking out videos and so have I, but Parker's channel's blowing up. A little bit. Yeah. Like on my small scale of like, you know, I have 1600 subscribers right now. My, uh, re- reveal video of my E46 M3 is at like 6,000 views. 6,000? Yeah. It that just was keeps like three climbing. days ago. Yeah. It was I a couple of days ago. I didn't process it earlier. I was in the middle of an email when you told me. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Let I, me look at your channel right now. I forget the crazy. exact views, but I know it's over 5,000. So that's why I said six. But, and then I uploaded a detailing video, like a 20 minute video of that. And that, I think that's at 1,500 views. And then I did a video yesterday that I literally up, uploaded probably about 24 hours ago. 20, 21 hours ago. Yeah, something like that. And it was of Spencer's reaction. I said my boss's reaction. <laughs> that's good clickbait. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it had like a good thumbnail and stuff. And that's already over 1,000 views, which is really cool because I feel like the amount of subscribers you have is definitely not how many people are actually actively watching. But yeah. I, th- I think I've just also learned how to use tags really well and hashtags and all that good stuff and like clickbaiting people. Yeah, I think there's a happy medium between your thumbnail, um, our strategies, and like I, I don't want to give away like our secret, but Parker and I found a very good uh, like five step um, process where yeah. we add certain things and we make certain thumbnails and we do these certain things where I went through this morning and I changed 20 videos, all the thumbnails, all the titles, everything. Yeah. And my views were like ridiculous. I was gone for seven hours and I looked at my views and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. This is crazy. Well, there's certain things you can do where YouTube pushes your videos a lot more depending on like how you set it up. And so, that's what we recently learned. Cause yeah. we have Manny Koshman's editor here, Nate, really good guy. And, um, we were with Manny yesterday. It was good to see him. It's been a while. So it's cool to yeah. have them back here because I'm motivated, man. Like yeah. being around those guys is just, everyone's just nonstop around here. And we're trying to expand the office. We're thinking I'm moving into a bigger office that's across the lobby from here. But um, it's, a, it's a long story. So we're looking at it. But I think it's really cool that Parker has an M3. And I want to get into something a little bit, I don't want to say negative, but I'd say controversial, if that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yeah. You went from... a new luxury car to an older car with a lot of miles. Yeah. And I think a lot of people misinterpret what your intentions are. Yeah. And I've seen that on your video. I'm sure you've seen the comments too. I've seen and a couple. Yeah. I get a lot or not a lot, but like probably a handful of comments on my videos too saying, Oh, you downgraded. Yeah. You know? And I think that's always funny because it's like personal it's, choice. It's, <laughs> it's obviously my choice. And it's like, they don't know what I want in a car. Yeah. And I bought the three thirty five kind of expecting it to handle better. I didn't realize it was going to be as soft. I should have done re- more research, but it was also a car that I really liked for like a full year before I even bought it. Yeah. And I did all this re- research on it and it made me excited to know that you know you could put downpipes in a tune on it and get 100 more horsepower. That like young side of me was really excited about that. And how many cars can you do that for a rel- relatively affordable price? Like, not many. There's not many. Not you guys STI, but that's a whole different category. Even of those are kind of <laughs> expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that your intention, like you look at someone like one of the guys here is a multi billionaire, and he has a whole cave of Koenigseggs and Paganis. But what happens when he goes, "Oh, I want E30 M3." Oh, yeah. you had a Koenigsegg. You da- what? What intentions are? What's behind it? It's literally like it's child's car, play. Cars are <laughs> cars are what about? 
cars are all about what makes you happy, yep. your intentions. For me, I want to go to canyons a lot. And I want the car to feel stiff in the corners. I want it to have camber plates. I want it to have... Higher RPMs. Yeah, like all stuff that's basically a track-inspired car. Even if I don't have the money necessarily to go track every weekend right now, the ultimate goal is to build a track car. Yeah. And I th- I felt that the 335 was too... That engine was too unreliable. And the, just the whole setup of the suspension was way too soft. Like, yeah. For example... The 335 has an open differential. Those suck for the track. Yeah, one wheel peel. The 335 has rubber uh, rear subframe mounts. Mm. That sucks for the track because you <laughs> can't feel as much. So there was just like a handful of things. And converting a 335 to a track car is so much work. That's a lot of stuff you got to do. So I chose the E46 M3 because it's a good starting point, And it can only get better from here. You know, doing different bushings and camber plates and coilovers stuff like that wheels tires and i think this is my view at it is that when you look at from a business standpoint of purchasing something that you know that more people can relate to of okay you know you paid a certain amount of money for your car let's say under yeah. fifteen thousand. i'll have you make a you, you should make a video how much you paid and talk yeah. about how you got it down to that price but let's say a car under fifteen thousand dollars that you can buy that over a hundred thousand miles to to a quarter million miles will will last you at at all costs. You can ring it out to R, the highest RPM. Yeah. You can rip it around corners. Nothing's gonna break as long as you do XX whatever. You do the subframe. Yeah, there's you do certain this. maintenance to do, and the car does have one hundred fifty thousand miles. But I had someone DM me today, and he's at uh, two hundred twenty thousand miles on an E forty six M three. Wow. So they can easily last that long i don't think mileage really matters i think it's how you take care of the it's car because you see like yeah. smoking tire a million miles on a lexus or like yeah. mercedes like go to a million miles you know that shows you that you there's like a um i don't know like something set in stone that's like oh you have to get a car before it gets you have to change your car before you get to a hundred thousand miles you don't yeah there's no i understand resale value but I, I think that like i said from a business standpoint you have an e46 m3 it's already proven to make you money. You started getting paid. Your videos blew up. And same with my views. Yeah, so it. it's huge for everybody. So I think when you ever get negativity from it, there's always more behind it than, you know, I mean, I think people just get the wrong impression sometime. And then obviously there's hatred and jealousy. But on a positive note, we see there's so much potential coming from buying this car. Yeah, already. I mean, what I meant to say, sorry to interrupt you, is that yeah. more people can relate to buying a car that's under fifteen grand. Not yeah. not everybody can afford uh, even an E ninety two. Not everyone can afford an F eighty M three. Not everyone can afford the newest stuff. So when you buy something that a couple million people can relate to, yeah. they're like, oh, this is why he did the subframe. This is why he's going to do the status group. Like all that yeah. is so much more valuable than you know being criticizing someone for what car they got. Yeah. There's so much more value. So to wrap up this conversation, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do maintenance-wise, mod-wise, for your channel, for my channel, all the stuff back and forth. Yeah. Then to close it out, at hopefully by Friday, once my differential gets fixed or my drive shaft, yeah. you got to do a video of I get to drive my boss's car. <laughs> like something goofy like I wanna that. I want to compare them. And I think, well, you still have to drive my car too. Yeah, I want to. I want to feel that clutch. Yeah. It's actually not bad once you get used to it. But I a lot of people have been asking kind of to compare the differences between the two and i think that's an interesting like talking point because so many people consider an e92 m3 and e46 m3 because they're 
you know, back-to-back generations, and yeah. they provide the kind of the same end goal of being like a track car. Both NA, they're both high-strung motors. They both have 8K RPM. Why can't, it's a red line, red line. I can't, I don't know why I was freezing up there, but I had Frank Stone, I filmed his E46 M3 on the East Coast and he hit me up. He's like, bro, I want an E92 M3 so bad because of your videos. Yeah. Then I posted your car. Multiple E92 guys. I want an E46 M3 now. We're just influencing all these people. Yeah, it's super funny to see the comments because I got a couple of my video are like, I have an E92 M3 right now, but I wish I honestly got an E46 M3. I'm 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 happy that... I think that as you get older, you learn how to deal with negativity. And then now I had a lot of hate growing up um, when I worked at Symbolic and O'Gara and all these places. And it was really tough to deal with. And as you get older, you just realize you just don't care. And I started really, really, really going through all my YouTube comments, all my Instagram comments. It's positive. It makes me feel so good that people are learning from my maintenance videos, that people are saying that you and I are really good together on video. This is the start of something big. I feel it. Yeah, I, really I think feel we're it. like, I mean, we've been a team on Brook Marketing for such a long time now, but we, I feel like we haven't taken advantage of like documenting us together on YouTube. Yeah. Podcast is awesome. And I think we work really well together, but like even on videos and like, you know, your personal YouTube channel and my personal one, I think we make a really good team and it could like evolve into something really cool. I think so too. You look at TJ and Kelvin. And they yeah. were building that stuff out of their garage. I mean, if we can just continue to make videos every couple of days, you yeah. know, and just have all this content put together, whether it's a three minute video of us going to get, you know, Diet Coke at McDonald's and get apple yeah. pies or we're doing polls on Red Hill or me doing the inventory airbox, you know, all these things as long. I think as long as we just keep our cameras on our desk and just always have batteries charged and, yeah. and, and memory cards in it, I think we'll be fine. Well, yeah, and like I could make content off of your car. You can take make a ton of content off my car. I think it'd be vice like, versa. A lot. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be cool. I'm excited. So yeah. I moved in with my friend Fat. He has a cat, and the cat destroyed my hand, dude. It's so bad. Yeah. My mom's cat that I live with had no claws, and then this one does. And uh, Parker, talk about Sheems. My computer's at one percent. Okay, so my cat Sheems. It's a it's a He's a ragdoll cat. Um, he's he's all white. He's fluffy. He I has love like Sheems. he has like orange highlights in his hair. <laughs> yeah. um, How old is he? Oh God, I don't know. Between I think one he's like, and twenty. He's like thirteen or fourteen. He's pretty old. Yeah. But I'm pretty convinced that he's like immortal because <laughs> literally, like the past like three years, he doesn't look like he's changed at all. Yeah. He's still pretty fat, which is like good for a cat. So it shows that he's not losing weight or getting old or anything like that. Yeah. Um. And it's funny because it's like he's super, um, he just looks pissed off all the time. That's how most cats are. Yeah. They just don't care. They're yeah. Like, I don't want to talk to he anybody. Thinks, <laughs> he thinks he's the king of the house. It's so <laughs> funny. And like. How does he act around Stella, your dog? Uh, He, like before they used to kind of, or like Stella would try to play with him and he would just like swing at her. But <laughs> but now he's like, well, all the dogs there, like they, if they try to mess with him, he just walks away. Yeah. And he, cause he knows he like rules the house and they wouldn't actually do anything <laughs> to him. But it's funny because my dad is kind of getting to the point where he wants to start traveling more and he has all these dogs and stuff. And my, my sister is like, you know, a couple of years from, um, graduating high school. So after that, him and his new wife, are, they want to travel, but he has all these dogs and sheems and he always jokes about like. If he doesn't, if he doesn't die before, <laughs> before I want, 
want to start traveling, I'm going to give them away or kill them. <laughs> Something like that. You it's pretty, it's funny. It's like all a joke, but, um, yeah, I might have to take Sheems if he still lives in Dude, a couple of years. No problem with that. Sheems yeah, is awesome. He's a, he's a chiller. I'm I'm more of a cat person, and I, I just always had Persian cats my whole life. My mom had like seven of them. Same with normal cats, and now I live with a munchkin cat that is so goofy. So cute. He's so cute. I want one of those now. Just a lowered, slammed cat. Aired out. Just the, every time I play with him, he goes to like, he'll lay on his back, and I'll scratch him, and his little arms are just like this, like <laughs> tiny little arms up in the air, and he's fully extended. I'm yeah. like, you can't reach anymore. But dude, last night, I was wa- I was watching uh, the next podcast. We'll talk about this. I'm watching the F1 series right now, the politics behind Formula One racing. Yeah. Amazing. I just got goosebumps. Really? Unbelievable. It is the coolest thing. You'll see behind the scenes of um, Daniel Ricardo, all these big time guys on the politics of F1, the money behind it. You said it's a documentary? It's like a series. It's two series so far. Um, it's called Driven M- F1. I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, Fat showed me. He's like, you have to watch it. So I watched three episodes uh, over the weekend and then two more last night. It's really good. Uh, oh, with the cat. I was laying with the cat last night and he goes under my blanket a lot and he hides under there. Yeah. And I was just petting him and out of nowhere, he just attacked me. And did not not like crazy, but his claws came out and he just swatted at me yeah. and just got me all my whole wrist, my <laughs> fingers, and I just started bleeding. And I was like, "Bro, I'm not used to this cat because my mom's cat was declawed." So yeah, I'm I'm getting used to that. But every yeah, he, time he kind of seems like an asshole a little bit, but he, he seems he also looks really cute. He so. he's really cute. He really likes to run around the house like any other cat. But yeah. once you get him in like a once it's nighttime, he'll he'll hang out with you and be chill. Yeah, then out of nowhere he just freaks out. <laughs> That's like all cats. They're so bipolar. Uh, so we got nine minutes left. Parker, you started affiliate marketing, man, after pressuring you for the last six months. You yeah. finally caved in. I know. Finally. Well, so my like concern with it was that uh, I've tried it before. I've tried the Amazon thing before where I would put uh, links or affiliate links in my YouTube description um, on like all my videos. And I never got, I would get clicks, but I never got any sales. And basically like, I mean, I didn't put a lot of effort into it. That's the difference. And yeah. I, I wasn't getting the same views I am now. Sure. Obviously. Um, was it camera gear last time you used? What were you What were you linking? I think it was camera gear. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, no one bought anything. And so basically with like Amazon affiliates, if you don't get like a certain amount of sales within 90 like days or whatever, it, yeah. they cancel your account. Okay. So I'm trying again now. And I think I have like 100 clicks or something, but I actually haven't checked it today. So hopefully I can get some more sales and actually get that started because it's another way to make a couple bucks. Every yeah, day. I mean, it's a passive income. And I've been doing uh, my simulator stuff and it's been doing really well. And Amazon, I just signed up for two more programs yesterday. I'm currently at nine affiliate programs, uh, but I'm not going to go over 10 just because I'd rather stick to, uh, you know, just stuff that I use. And a lot of companies are starting to open up affiliate programs. I think if you own any kind of business, you should have an affiliate program because you can quadruple yeah. your business. Like fat, yeah. he has a, a meal prep business and he, right off the bat, he's like, we're going to start an affiliate program for you. Yeah. And I'm like, I would love to because cool. you know, I ate all the food and lost weight and people are like, where do I get that? And if I can yeah. get an X amount of commission per food that he sells or per meal, yeah. that's just money for me coming in consistently. Yeah. So I think a lot of people that make YouTube videos miss out. I think a lot of people that have an audience, whether you have a big podcast, you have a, a, a blog that gets a hundred thousand views a week, you have a YouTube channel. Or you have a lot of people on Facebook or you're LinkedIn. If you're not doing affiliate marketing, at least at least sharing what camera you use, what phone you use, this podcast gear, like these diecast cars, you know, everything, you're missing out 
on yeah. potentially a hundred dollars a day. Yeah. You never know. You know what I've seen um, on TikTok that it's it's kind of cool. You might have seen this too. What? Basically, it's called. Uh, I think it's called like Amazon discounts. Something something along the lines of that. Basically, this guy, all of his videos are just him recording, adding something to his cart. He puts in a discount code. And oh yeah, I've seen. You that can before. use that. But everyone in the comments is like, everyone using this doesn't realize that these are these are his products. He marks them up on purpose, oh. and the discount codes are like <laughs> the actual price of what it's worth. Oh my god! So all these people are buying stuff because they think they're getting a discount. That's tough because I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs that post this on their stories. They're like, if you buy something that is seven, if if something is on on sale for seven hundred dollars and originally it was a thousand dollars, you didn't save three hundred. You spent seven hundred. Like yeah. you spent money on all this. So, so many people get caught up in this marketing of like, oh, you saved money. Says yeah. who? Says yeah. who? Why is it? Who says it was without? Like, how is that even yeah. a thing? So I think it's just all, it's all tactics, but people do fall for it. And I have seen that um, people doing like the top three things, like on a legitimate scale that people are doing the top three th- cool things on Amazon. And it's like a little, yeah. little shower holder for your toothbrush or something yeah. like really quirky like that. And then everyone's like, I want that so bad. And then next thing you knew, all everyone had TikTok lights, including me and their roof and yeah. their ceiling. It's like, it's just influence. So if you're, if you're not doing affiliate marketing and you have a following, then I think you're missing out. Yeah. Even if you don't have a following, if you make a video on it, dude, there's, there's a lot of potential. Dude, I have an inventory air box in my car right now. I know. That's crazy. I just saw it <laughs> just now. It looks beautiful. It makes it look like an exotic car. It looks like the back engine of like a Performante when you open yeah. the engine bay. It's crazy. It's that beautiful. Everything's carbon. It only took, it took like an hour and a half. Um, we had to make sure we had it installed right. There was um, a bracket that we thought had to be cut into the actual air box where the intake sits, but it's just a channel that flows air into the cone. So oh. imagine a circle cone and then a bracket on the right-hand side. And we were like, why is, what is this bracket? And we looked it up and it's literally to direct air into the cone. Oh. And we were like, what? So That's we looked cool. at even Surrey and the research behind it was insane. But I had a chance to uh, come up the bridge right here and the car was warm and full throttle to third gear from I first. Still, I still have to hear it. Oh, it is a symphony in the cabin, dude. It is amazing. Amazing. Only thing is my, yeah. pow- my power steering pump is going out. So I hear this whining sound. So oh. We ordered new headlights for me today, at least new lenses, because mine are pitted. And then also, uh, sorry, Nate's hanging up a painting and he's struggling. <laughs> you see him in there? He's hanging up that McLaren poster and he can't do it. I feel bad. I want to go help him. Oh, no. No. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. I got to get a new power steering pump because it's whining. And then um, the different the drive shaft gets fixed on Friday. And then I think the car can be, I would feel confident pushing it harder, a lot harder. And yeah. with, dude, with the valves closed, I drive so much faster. Really? Because you don't feel guilty. Yeah, honestly, it's... After getting a ride in it's it, stupid, I, stupid. Because I at first I was like, oh, I would love that being that loud, but when you're catless, or at least you have sport cats, yeah, but, but still. it's still really smelly. Very. Because and I've had that experience with my new M3. It's catless. You are scared when it's catless. <laughs> if a cop pulls you over, you're getting a state ref instantly. Yeah, almost, he's, he's gonna, gonna smell, smell it. it. Like even if you turn your car off real quick, mine lingers. Yeah. So. That's scary, and I'm almost like considering doing like sport cats or something. I mean, I did the exhaust for Velftronic and showed the installation, the impression. And if I lived in Florida, I'd keep it. 
A hundred percent. I'd have no problem keeping it. It's just in, in California, I don't want to have to pay another thousand dollars, get my car impounded, get pulled over. Hopefully it doesn't happen before I get my new stuff, my new setup put on. But we're we're trying to find a solution. I would like to find a way to keep the primary delete because that gives you 40 horsepower. Yeah. Um, but if I can't, I have to go back to OEM because even with it closed, it's okay, but it's still yeah. smelly. With it closed, it's fine. Like it's completely yeah. fine. But when you press the button to open it, oh, on the podcast, sorry, if you haven't seen my my YouTube videos, I did a straight pipe setup with high flow cat. So if you want to watch my YouTube channel, I have it on there. But it's a smelly system right now. Um, but we're gonna look into it. That's just that's just how it is though. But if you drive your car on the weekends to car shows, it's fine. Yeah. But I drive I my mean, car every freaking morning and night. Dude. Some people <laughs> like the obnoxious sound, but there's also something to be said for like tasteful setups that where you can hear more than induction noise and I think that's the mature side of me. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on 30 years old and I'm like, eh, I think I like this sound a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. When I was like 22, I would prefer a straight pipe setup. But this this air box is awesome. The intake is faster. It makes the car f uh, 15 horsepower faster. And uh, I have all the footage to edit. So we got one minute left. Parker, anything else you want to say to our amazing, beautiful audience? <laughs> beautiful. We haven't even seen them. Hey, they're all everyone's beautiful. <laughs> True. Um, no, I think that about does it. We pretty much freestyled that. I enjoyed freestyle. Yeah, it's it's actually not as hard once you get talking and stuff. I think after and, five minutes, you have a flow. And, like, I feel like when we do more of a structure, it's less of a conversation. It's a little bit more robotic, so this may actually be a blessing in disguise. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we have a mobile podcast set up. Parker and I have a plan to do one hopefully this week, so hopefully we'll do another episode. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please hit subscribe button and give it a thumbs up on YouTube. And shoot us a DM. We're here to talk to you guys. If you ever want to communicate with us and have your ideas sent over or any yep. thoughts, let us know at Parker Rep on Instagram, at Spencer Burke on Instagram. Thank you for watching. We'll see Thank you next you. time. Peace. See ya.